Welcome back to another Full Metal RPG episode 72. Brendan, Adam, how are we doing today? Well, who the fuck are you, man? I'm Richard. What's up, Richard? What's up, Richard Buzzkill? How you doing? How's it going, still right? How you doing, pal? Still trying to make who that fucks thing. This, who fucks this guy? Stop trying to make that thing. I'm sorry, bro. That's a thing. Oh, I know. Is that <laughs> Homie William was uh, referring to me that at the at the uh, bar last oh, night. So. Uh, oh, you guys went to the bar after? No, he was there before. Oh, so he showed up early. <laughs> son of a son of a gun. All right, any any whoosies. Uh, I'm Brendan Carrion. What up, Adam Singh? How you doing? I'm doing all right, other than mischief on the home front with with water heaters exploding. I'm doing okay. Well, that's you know we appreciate you being here in these trying times. And I can do about it. So, <laughs> well. <laughs> You know, it, the, it is out of my hands. It is, in, it is in God's hands now. That's like a sad commentary just on like, you know, the nature of life, really. I mean, you know, we're all we're all doing what we can here, everybody. We're yeah. all doing what we can. And sometimes your water heater explodes. Sometimes your water heater explodes. And you can't do anything about it. And right. And you just go, oh, I guess I don't have water. And you just shut the water off and you, and you go about it, which is a great idea in the desert, shutting your water off. And then you go about your day. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I would do. So, guys, it's been a, it's been a hot minute since we had an episode, huh? Because uh, we had the, we had all of Cult Month. We had all of Cult Month to contend with. We had those two episodes. Uh, there were supposed to be three, and then due to uh, some shenanigans with files, lost files, uh, we weren't able to get the third episode out with with uh, Red Moon role playing. So, um, we'll get uh, it out eventually. Well, here's the here's the thing: is I actually was talking to Mateus at uh, Red Moon. And we're gonna record a new one, and that's cool because that was some old audio anyway. And um, he wanted an opportunity to talk about the new stuff that's going on uh, over at Red Moon Role Playing. And I mean, I just kind of take just a second and just thank real quick Mateus at Red Moon Role Playing and uh, Peter Nalu and uh, Robin Liljenberg at uh, Helmgast AB for. Uh, just everything that they did to put together Cult Month. Because Cult Month ended up being super fun, and uh, I got a lot out of it. Those interviews, to me, like really spoke to me about what we're doing with horror gaming, and like those guys just ended up being really smart. If you, the cultists, haven't had a chance to listen to those episodes, I highly recommend them, whether or not you have interest in the cult game, just as sort of like thought puzzles for your horror role-playing. They're, 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 it, was, it, was, it was strong material, strong material being dropped by those guys. Um, and then they gave away some books. So uh, we were able to give away two books in in uh, May, and one of them was to our Patreon member, Grenadier AZ, and one of them was to Matt Waste, the homie Matt Waste at Wasteoid Wares. He was very he was very grateful, and uh, he you know I just thought I'd just give him a shout out really quick. He's a friend of the show, obviously, and he's sending us some of his D twenty buttons like for our for our our vests and our jackets. Rad. Yeah, the little enamel pins. Um, Grenadier AZ got his copy of Cult, and then he said that he'd like to give it back. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> he was like, he's like, yeah, the art's great. Uh, I'm never going to run it. Mm. Uh, he's like, uh, do you want it back? And I'm like, well, uh, you don't want it for your collection? And he said, no. <laughs> so, Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Ouch. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's not to his taste, and that's fine, because Colt's not to everybody's taste. Uh, but we're going to get it to somebody whose taste 
it is very soon here. And then in addition to that, we're going to have that makeup interview with Red Moon Roleplaying where we'll be, we will be giving away the third Colt core book sealed nib. So really, it's like we're giving away four. Well, yeah, 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 totally, really. I mean, if you look at it from a certain kind of perverse logic, yes. From a certain point of view, it's the Jedi who are evil. Well, what point of view is that? Like the right point of view? That was that was, uh, that was Anakin's thing, right? Well, from my point of view, it's the Jedi who are evil. And it's like, well, Anakin, you would know, you kid-killing weirdo. Dude, I don't know, man. I'm not much into those like weird, like... Uh, fucking religious police like running the galaxy. We're not doing. I'm not talking about Star Wars again. <laughs> We're not doing that. We're not doing that. All right. Okay. So role so playing. I should leave. Yeah. So Richard, what are you running at Free <laughs> so RPG role Day? Playing guys. Who wants to do? Who wants to talk about some role playing games? Let's we talked talk about, about Star Wars and fucking water heaters at this point. <laughs> so now let's talk about role playing. That games. water heater was a very important part of my life. Okay. I hope it was part, part pe- of your role playing. The people need to know. How, apparently, it was. <laughs> okay. I'm now role playing the part of spending money I didn't want to. <laughs> anyway, so, so who's 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 running who's running games? Who's who is running games? games? You're running a game. Oh Christ! But I've been talking for a while. What you guys been? What you guys been up to? I haven't been running anything. I I got back into the club and I played in a game, and it was your game. But did uh, you play in something the week before? No, we tried to get something, but uh, there was another homeowner shenanigans for a different member of the club that prevented them from showing up and running low fantasy. So I didn't play in anything that week. Oh. Well, I didn't understand that. And so you've played it nothing since since the last time we met, except for the game that I ran last night, which I will talk about, I suppose. Yeah, and then that. you can like provide some color commentary. Richard, save us from our doldrums. I'm not going to be able to save it. Oh, oh, for Christ's oh, sake. Seriously, but, dog? But we're, doing I, a, been, we're doing a podcast about role-playing know, here, guys. You guys I, know what the podcast is about. It so is I've about role-playing I can games. talk about the stuff I've bought. Well, well, we'll get to that in just we'll get, a second. Well, I've been doing more community stuff for the last month than I have been doing any kind of actual role-playing. Richard is Though, an ambassador. I, I mean, I guess I, I did like run through a little bit of the uh, Star Wars uh, first edition uh, Choose Your Own Adventure that's in the book. So there's actually a Was single... Is it like a solo one? There's a single Choose Your Own Adventure in the middle. Really? Yeah, we're not talking about Star Wars. God well, boy. You can talk about Star Wars role-playing. That's fine. So... so I think they put it in there because they knew most people who picked up that book because it was 1987. And who like Star Wars who Star don't Wars. have any friends We're prob- to play well, with them, so they need a solo adventure. Oh, no. I, I think it was more of a they'd never touched a role-playing game before. Or a girl. I mean, here's the thing. like oh, In on. the 1980s, like solo role-playing was a much bigger deal than it is now. It's kind of coming back. Like People are bringing solo role-playing back, but it was like more of an art form in the 1980s as... Like role playing was kind of figuring out what it was, right? Right. right. Am, I, yeah, am I wrong? Yeah, yeah. No, they had the was it the Tunnels and Trolls book series and mm-hmm. a couple of the uh, those kind of more more advanced choose your own adventure. I, mean, I remember choose your own yeah. adventure, and I remember well, just dying horribly every so. Like I was, I never chose the right thing. It's it like was, the, I mean, fighting fantasy was the one that like everybody raves about right and that's the one where you had to have a, a little character sheet and like you could had to write down like your inventory and your level and all this shit based on the choices that you made in like the book yeah um so it's zork yeah basically. yeah kind of yeah yeah uh and then and then a lot and like like richard was saying a lot of these games had had 
solo modes. For instance, Tunnels and Trolls had a solo mode. And then I think maybe like Indiana Jones game had a solo mode or well, that makes James sense, Bond or something like that. Weren't those both? Well, there's only like, one what? Indiana Jones, right? right. They you both can't West all end? play Indiana Jones. Oh, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. If they were doing property mm-hmm. games with solo modes, that actually makes a lot of sense. So back yeah. to what you were saying. You played through it at home. Yeah, I played through it a little bit. It was it was a you know little... I was like, oh, I'm reading this. I guess I'll roll a die here. Okay, all right. Okay, that's that's fine. It just kind of showed you a little bit of the mechanics and kind of moved you through Is it a little fun? If, not compared to actually role-playing, but... <laughs> well, compared to the game I ran last night, I'm thinking Solo might be the, might be the future of role-playing. <laughs> you need to publish I'm that so- Solo Demon Lord <laughs> adventure. Well... <laughs> that is That one was not on me, because I had I, no idea what was going on. Yeah, well, according to William, it's on me. Anyway, so... Um, <laughs> Oof. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, uh, yeah, it's interesting that you bring up Solo role-playing, because... Um, Matt Kelly at Exalted Funeral is actually sending us some solo role-playing books. Hmm, He's sending us, uh, uh, I, I think, if I'm not mistaken, five copies of Disciples of Bone and Shadow, hmm. which is uh, a solo role-playing like OSR adventure. And uh, he's sell- sending us the... Uh, like limited edition, like hardcover format that is already wow. that is already OOP. Mm, nice. So we're gonna be giving those away to the cult, like all in like one go. That's just gonna be like boom. We're not gonna stretch it out like for five weeks. Write a little <laughs> sentence on the Instagram. It's gonna be like one go, five books. It's gonna be just like enter, and the odds of winning are gonna be like unbelievably high. And I mean, and then the 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 giveaway is gonna be choice because like. Uh, the format that he's doing on these books is he'll do the initial print run in hardcover and then they're gone. He's not doing any more hardcovers. The he'll maintain the print runs in softcover, but if you want that like L E hardcover shit, you gotta get in on the front end. So these ones that we're getting in are the last ones. They're nice. like the last Sorry. ones on planet Earth. Oh, and we'll nice. have another giveaway after our review next time, too. Oh, I know. We got giveaways for miles right now. We got so many giveaways. Fucking uh, Ghosts of Saltmarsh. Yeah, for... from Wizards of the Coast. Mm-hmm. They sent us the limited edition cover of that. Limited which we will edition. Be giving away. Limited edition, fool. To the people. To you, the people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, Thanks, just Bane. like lots of, <laughs> lots of stuff coming up, and that's very exciting. Uh, have we purchased anything? I mean, this is where I'm a big sad sack. I, I, oh wait, hang on. I guess I got to talk about my yeah, fucking I was game. Say, I, I got. I, I did run something. Yeah. You so did run shadows. So I've run two, since the last time we we uh, we recorded an episode. I think I ran two two sessions of Shadows of Demon Lord. Um. Yeah, <laughs> Shadows of Demon Lord. That's a game. That's a game that you can play with your friends. Um, I'm running it at the game club, and uh, I think in the last time I was talking about what I was running, I was saying that they had uh, taken mercy on me and like were like trying harder, and then they were like, "No, fuck that. We're done with that. <laughs> we're done with that shit." Um, and so the the kind of adventure is this kind of like lostish kind of adventure where they're like you know kind of tromping around on a uh, tropical island and they're trying to figure some shit out and. And, uh, and, uh, it, the, 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 not the last episode, but the episode before, um, they had seen these pirates on the island, right? And they were like, the pirates had a little, a little, you know, what the fuck do they call it? A little rowboat. Dinghy. A dinghy 
that they had that they had sent to the to the island, and then they had, had a little like away team that was like going to recover some treasure, right? So uh, the party descends upon the dude who's guarding the dinghy, which is like in the module as one of two ways off the island. And uh, I'm like, hey, this is perfect. They're just gonna overpower this pirate, and they're gonna take the dinghy, and they're gonna be on to the next adventure, right? But instead, they decide to interrogate the pirate to find out, well, why are you fuckers here? And it turns out, well, there's some treasure in the woods, right? And so then they start kind of rubbing their beards, fucking, uh, you know, gamer style. And then they're like, oh, well, we could get that treasure too. You know, it's like the classic fucking dog with the bone seeing his reflection in the stream kind of situation. Anyway, so they concoct this plan to ambush the pirates. And I have to admit, and, you know, William, William lays this, like, squarely at my feet. He's like, oh, well, Brendan, Brendan, you should have reminded us how not powerful our characters are. And I'm like, uh, okay. I don't know how that's somehow, like, up to me to be, like, reminding you guys. I mean, the other combats you've had, I'm sure, have gone really well. Well, no, I mean, there haven't been that many combats. Like, I think the combats in the, in the, in the, in the, in the, in the jungle have been, like, against, like, bugs. Like, oh, there was a big bug, like, on the ground. Let's uh, kill it, you know? But so this is the first time they, like, met other people. And to their credit, the players, um, Shadow of the Demon Lord is packaged in a very slick way, so you could be mistaken for kind of seeing it as like a D&D kind of pathfinder kind of game and forgetting that Schwab was essentially writing a love letter to OSR games. And so anyway, they organized this big fucking... Uh, this big fucking ambush of the pirates and the pirates just clean their fucking clocks. I mean, the pirates, it's just like, it's like no contest. The pirates just fucking murder these fools. So then I had to come up with, well, what are these idiots going to do in the next one, right? And so we were playing last night. Adam came down. Uh, what, 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 did we, what did we do last night, Adam? Adam I got it was a just, character was who was four. broken tusk the orc. And I'm thrust into the middle of this, and everyone's talking to me as though I know anything that has happened or anything that has gone on to this point, which I have no clue what they're talking about. So I'm asking a lot of questions about what have we done so far? What have we tried? What have we done? And having no context. So eventually, I just kind of was like, I'm just going to cede control to other people. My whole thing was, I just want to get off this island. We need to build a raft. Or some method of getting off the island. And everybody else is talking to me about Mothman and feces statues and shit clubs. And I don't have any idea what's happening. And then there's some guy who's I like, didn't know what was happening. Who's going off about his satanic god and how we all need to worship him. And I was just kind of sitting there just thinking, why am I hanging out with these guys? They seem kind of messed up. So my plan was I just wanted to build a raft and get off the island. And instead, we just did this weird thing where we like wandered around for a while and just kind of we went up the top of a mountain and then we came down from the mountain and there then was, we went to the village. There was something really kind of strange going on where it was like this kind of like inability within the group to kind of coalesce and develop mm. like a plan. Nobody had was, an idea of what to do and nobody wanted to support my build a raft idea. Well, no, so. yeah, I mean, yeah, nobody really wanted to like to take leadership or give leadership. So it was just kind of like, 
it was just kind of like a lot of wandering around in the woods. It was kind of like a lost episode, really. Yeah. It was like I had no idea what was going on, so I was yeah. kind of like, all right, I will just trust you guys. You've been at this a lot longer than I have. Show me out of this mess. And it was kind of like, well, we could well, maybe do this. Un- unbeknownst to the rest of the party, there was like actually a countdown clock going on in the background mm-hmm. in which uh, Dan Brugman's character, uh, Raziel, had been like impregnated with these like eggs from the moth person. And um, then at eight hours, uh, the eggs begin to hatch, and they there's like an alien chest burster style scene where the these maggot worm things come out of his stomach. Um, and I had been like, you know, describing the physical way that his character was wasting away very very quickly to everybody, and everybody thought he was turning into a zombie because they had fought zombies on the island previously. And and I have to say, spoilers here. There's really no explanation in the module as to why there are zombies on the island. No, there's nothing internal to it as to, well, why were there any fucking zombies? So it makes sense to them that this is the, 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 so for some reason, Razael's turning into a zombie. Right? Maybe they just played a bunch of Dead sense. Island, too, and they're just like, ah, zombies just spontaneously it, appear on islands. It's a, it's, it's, it, it maintains a certain kind of like internal logic inside of the game, so I can't fault them for that. Uh, but then, like, Raziel as a character has, like, these weird kind of bondage clothes that he wears, so it's like, it was not really, they couldn't really see the the gestating eggs. And then, so in, like, the most ghastly scene of the entire campaign up until this point, like, William's character, Puss the Goblin, decides to, like, like stake out Raziel to the ground and then just, like, burn him alive to to get the to get the worms out of him they 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 cover him with like they cover him with like the dried thatched roofs thatch. from the the village that yeah, we were at but like only over his stomach and then they light that on fire like and i'm like okay anyway i Dan, had nothing your, to do with that i was off building a horribly. raft I was building a raft at that point. Yeah. It was, it was <laughs> and just, then they come it, in after I'm like building my raft and they take over my raft project and get credit for it. And I was just kind of like, man, whatever. Well, it says <laughs> specifically like in the book that you must, in order to craft something, have a corollary profession. So only sailors can build boats. Fair enough. What it says. I, uh, whatever. <laughs> uh, that sounds like a locked door problem. The entire island was like a locked door problem once that little dinghy went away. It was like, all right, great. So what do we there, do? They had the dinghy. You can't know that logs float if you're not a sailor? Well, I mean, if you're going to make a boat, though. Yeah, but you could... You could paddle log out there it wouldn't work very well but it'd do the job that was that was posited by adam the paddling a log out there i pitched that i also pitched filling my net up with dead birds and floating on that yeah there was some there was some like really really great preposterous role-playing ideas there was a there was an unlimited supply of birds oh okay all right we're gonna okay an unlimited okay (laughs) well that was so so that that was so that was uh shadow the demon lord shadow the demon lord i don't know so we finished the first adventure in uh the pirate queen's gold or whatever Mm -hmm. queen of the pirate gold 
Um, I was horrified. So. Yeah, I mean, I, Shadow Demon Lord is very interesting in that it has like kind of a naturally horrifying mechanic that just sort of blooms out of it, regardless of whatever anybody else is doing around them. Like, you know, there, there can be like a lot of side chatter and comparison of stats and people researching their spells and shit, and then just boom, something really horrifying happens because that's the game. So, you know, my hat's off to Schwab for that, although, um, like... Yeah, I don't know. The first adventure, the the island adventure, was I don't know. It left me cold. I, it was it was it was I don't know. It was not what you would call like. It wasn't super great. Well, so. I'm gonna read some salt marsh, and maybe I'll have some ideas about that in comparison to the island adventure as I've participated in it so far. Because yeah. salt marsh is like nautically themed as well. Right. So. Yeah. There's yeah. there's a there's a dinghy in one of the illustrations. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right on the cover. There's a dinghy right there. Quit playing with your dinghy. Too many dinghies. So, yeah, we're going to see. We're, we'll have a compare contrast. Compare and contrast, guys. All right, cool. So that's what I've been That's what I've been doing. Other than that, I haven't really been able to, like, run my own shit. I've had too much shit going on. I haven't really been able to, like, run my own games. Oh, uh, it just kind of bumming me out. I kind of would like to play something horror-y, you know? i got all these horror books sitting around. I've got, like, my... I, op- I opened up my V5 at last. I finally opened it up and kind of started reading it. And I was reading through my Dark Ages again because I'm getting ready to run that one, so... We'll yeah, some. we have that coming down the pike. That's looking something to look forward to. All right, great. So uh, what's next? What's next, fellas? What have we got? Anybody buy anything recently? Um, well, I got a Kickstarter. Oh, what'd you get? Uh, so this is a this was a Kickstarter. They just they it's called everything's versus something. Mm-hmm. So it's based on somebody else's uh, system versus monsters. But I got versus mirror shades, versus Mars, and versus Empire. Mm, all right. Which, Are they all just like little cards? Yeah this this is where I was kind of going. That's a very Star Warsy font on that version. Oh yeah, no, the, the the fonts are very telltelling. Yeah, uh, but I, the, these these are, they're like tri uh, trifolded, like you know quarters quarter yeah. size sheets. Well, cyberpunky one versus yeah. mirror shades. Well, they they, they have a versus mirror shades, and then they have versus magic shades. So they have what's the, magic shades? Is that, that Shadowrun? Shadowrun. Shadow Run. So. And, and they're sense. they're pretty simple little indie games. Uh, everybody has a deck of cards, and that's kind of how they you don't roll. You use like a deck. bicycle deck. Yeah, like a bicycle deck. But there's a part of here that I didn't quite understand, so I'm gonna have to read it again, I guess. Because if you use your basically, it's cyberpunk in the right, most generic right. version of cyberpunk, uh, and you have augmentations, and then when you use the augmentations, you use your metal stat. Like so, the stats are meat, metal, move, and mind. Mm, all right, okay. So when some you, alliteration going on there. Yeah. So when you use the metal stat, you there's a fifth, uh, uh, like suit called chrome, and I'm like, but it doesn't tell me to add more cards to my deck, and it doesn't. I'm not even certain what's going on. So, uh oh. Yeah. So it was a. Uh, the the design was, I thought these were going to be the size of a uh, like a GM screen, right? Like, like twice the size, like, and, uh, eight and a half by eleven. Yeah, like at least laminate, you know, laminated kind of try, you know. What like you what you shell out for? It, yeah, that's the really question. the question. Is well, like, was this a princely sum or was this? This is twenty dollars for all three of these. Oh, that's the, not bad. Yeah, yeah that the, sounds about right. Yeah, then. twenty dollars because for, for the PDFs in this, because twenty dollars would get you one like normal sized one, I, I would think, because that's about what Games Master screens cost. Right. So. 
And then the the versus Empire is clearly Star Wars, like, and then the versus Mars is basically like Mars Attacks, not uh, okay. Mars Attacks, but uh, War of the Worlds. I was trying to decide if it was that or like John Carter. No, it, it's not John Carter. And then this one is uh, the versus Alien Overlords is kind of like Colony, Fallen Skies, or Independence Day. So it's kind of more of a modern uh, invasion tale. Uh, they seem like something that would be super easy to throw on the table because it's you go guys you write through the character creation like that's two thirds of the writing on the card. Are they available and, anywhere now, or is uh, this just like you, if you didn't get the get didn't get the Kickstarter? You get them fucked. on drive through. I never did see the new Independence Day. Was that any good? Because I was really oh surprised no they tried one, to no turn that, that into a, no. a franchise. Like no one saw that. It just didn't seem like a franchisable movie. I'm like, I'm not certain how you do a sequel to Independence Day. That's yeah, yeah, that was kind of the weird thing to me, too. It didn't make any sense. Anyway, not to derail um, the conversation too much. But uh, it, I mean, the, you know, the graphic, the layout is pretty good. I kind of dig this uh, versus mirror shades. This is the way, I mean, when you consider that it's like a trifold and then like two of the panels, like one of them is the cover and then one of them is a back cover, you're kind of like, that seems a little bit like wasted space. Like maybe you could have put a little bit more, like, I mean, because this, this is obviously very, very crunch light. There's like no crunch here no, at all. No, no. Like maybe you could put like a little bit more in, just a little bit. I mean, I'm not saying it's got to be like GURPS or nothing, but like maybe you could expand it just a hair. What, what I kind of would have loved is I think if they had made it like a... Uh, if they're like the size of CDs, and for yeah. the kids mm. out there, CDs are you know a thing where you only half old a guys listen to this, dude. Right, <laughs> but like I think I think it would be really cool if these were like the covers for for CDs or something. Yeah, they're so yeah, all, like they're very physical, close. They're very like close, but they're not thing. entirely there, are they? So you had like some kind of soundtrack to like go here's with. Here's a it compact or disc. Oh yeah, it's, yeah, little, it's little, about half an inch off. Yeah, but otherwise almost perfect though. Yeah, you you could have changed, but yeah, it's just kind why did like, they do that? I don't know, probably because they didn't think about it, but... Uh, it's like a bunch of millennials who are like, where should we put the MP3 download code? Yeah, if, if there was like a, a you know generic soundtrack or something. But it it's, it's, seems like it's... I haven't read the other two yet. I only kind of read the kind of summary and then I read Mirror Shades. And I was like, okay, this th- I could I could get pretty much anybody to play this. Oh sure, you don't so, download MP3s anymore. You just stream music. Why would you? Need like, to why would you own? Because I'm old. Any? Shut up. Why would you download it? <laughs> Shut up. So I'm old. Spotify down download. You just I'm an it. old man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I I was uh you know I was like well okay that's fine it, everything seemed it looks good it would be easy to teach people and. I could see, you know, like yeah. Randomly <clears throat> I think a, it's well worth the twenty folder. bucks. I mean, like yeah, for twenty, that's not bad. Yeah, it's I've, like I've seven spent, bucks each. I spent twenty on worse than that. I'll put it Oof. that way. Sure. Oof, sure. buddy. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, like when you do buy a screen for twenty, and then you're like, "What the fuck? This isn't even like the good tables. <laughs> yeah. This isn't even <laughs> the tables that you use. I'm this is have like to a bunch tape of bullshit in tables." Here. My favorite is when they put character creation shit on the screen. You're just going, "Why is this on the fuck, screen?" Man. Vampire Masquerade First Edition screen. God, what the fuck? <laughs> anyway, um, Adam, did you buy anything, buddy? Purchase anything recently? We out here had the Mercenary Market. The little, oh no, the little oh no, kind of gamery garage. It's not the gamers' garage sale because that's a different thing. But it's that's a, different, people yeah. come in and they get a table, and then they put their 
detritus or their unused. <laughs> their detritus. Their unused. That's great. <laughs> Step right up with your detritus. Or their your, or their, your dross. Yeah, their unused, uh, well-loved uh, whatever. It's mostly miniatures. There were some books and stuff, and they were they were selling it off. So I went in with the intention of getting things for me and my kids to paint together because they like to paint miniatures but they don't want to paint the cheap like reaper bones and the dnd mint they want to paint got expensive taste they have expensive ass taste in miniatures so i went in and i was like i will just buy cheap miniatures so i found uh, a bunch of cheap miniatures i got a bunch of cheap chaos marines uh cheap land raider cheap rhino uh some cheap space marine reavers cheapish they were more expensive than the chaos stuff i got steel on the chaos stuff uh and then the owner of the shop was just sitting there and he had like this stack of Blackstone Fortress, which is the Warhammer 40K, like Warhammer Quest board game. And it retails for 150. And I've been seeing that thing around. I was like, man, who is buying this? So I kind of went up to him and I was like, oh, hey, how's it going? He's like, yeah, good. And these are all, he's like, we got a bunch of these. He goes, I feel like the moment on these has passed. And so they're out here and I was like oh well what do you want for them and he looks at me and goes 70 bucks <laughs> I'm looking at it it retails for like 150 um, and it's got these really cool trader guardsmen figure in it they're like rad looking and it's got this really cool looking robot and all these really neat minis I'm sitting there thinking the minis alone are worth more than 70 bucks so basically if I buy this I get the minis and I get a game for free like in a campaign game that I can run for my kids you know so I bought that for 70 bucks. So now I have Blackstone Fortress for what I consider to be like the cheapest of prices. Uh, it, was a, it was a good deal. Yeah, I don't think you're going to find it for less than that, man. No, you're not. And so I have that one, and I'm really looking forward to getting into that. Uh, and yeah, I've just tried to clear my, my painting backlog. So I've been really chipping away at that, too. Uh, so I've always, I've never actually made it to the mercenaries thing mm-hmm. or the actually I, I went to the one at the io but i didn't really i was too late for anything to be interesting i think everybody had packed up at that point but like it, are there anything other than is this just kind of a miniatures trading swapping thing at so at io there's more role playing than there is at games you games you tends to be very miniatures focused there were some books there was a guy who had a table and he had a lot of books and stuff at it uh, and then he also, there were people who, and it was very odd because even the books that people were putting out there were mostly wargaming books or black library books for the Warhammer universe. Very Warhammer focused. But I mean, if you're interested in getting deals on stuff, it's a good place to go. Like there was a guy who had the Mordheim box and the three faction starters and he's like hundred bucks and it'll get you all of Mordheim. And I'm just like, man, I do not have time to get into Mordheim. Dude, that is such a screaming deal. But when it was a great me deal. With that, I was like, fuck. It I was, almost was like, I almost was like, just, just, just yeah. it. somebody, it somebody it. snatched it up and it was because I messaged oh, yeah. you thinking you might want it. Cause I was like, I don't have time for Mordheim. Yeah. I'm not going to get into Mordheim. Do but, I. I don't have time right. for it either. But it was one of those ones where I saw it and I was just like, are you kidding me? I haven't seen Mordheim in like forever. That's insane. The people who love Mordheim love Mordheim. They love it so much. And so, yeah, it was was amazing. There were some really good deals down there. And then there were the people who were, oh, I painted up the, you know, the bloody, uh, the the space marines as blood angels from the Dark Imperium box. 
and added on another unit of hell blasters and i want a thousand dollars for it and you're just looking at it going <laughs> dude nobody pays for painted minis nobody wants painted minis like the fun is buying them and painting them yourself well i don't know there's like you know p- people who are pro painters or whatever and that's like a different story obviously but yeah I mean, but you like- could you can go for that money you could go commission someone to paint them for you know yeah. and get them exactly how you want them yeah and that was the thing where i was looking at it. i was like man i don't know about that that seems like kind of cray and so there there's the mix of like the people who are i deserve to get my money out of, and then there's the people who are i just want this out and you're when you're going there you're looking for the people who are going i just want this out of my life well, i, I mean, don't have time for this anymore. in terms of reselling for us gamer dudes that like gamer people gamer persons that you know tend to hoard this stuff and then we need to get rid of it at mm-hmm. times um ebay is a seller's market G- gamer garage sales slash mercenary markets are buyers markets it's like people are there to wheel and deal it's like they're people who are coming into those environments know what things are worth mm-hmm. and they also understand how being in a in a area like that kind of actually depresses the market a little bit because you're in competition against the other tables and uh and so, so, I mean, like, people are going to those things because they want to get better deals than they can get on eBay. I mean, think about the buyer securities that you get on eBay. And a lot of people will tell you, like, oh, eBay fucking sucks. But there's a lot of security and confidence that you can use when you're purchasing on eBay in terms of returns, in terms of getting refunds, stuff like that. Well, the other thing is you can get what you want. Whereas if you go to a gamer's garage sale, mercenary market, whatever, you're not guaranteed to get what you want. You're there you're to find a fines. deal. You're looking to find something. And so, you know you can't afford to be too picky when you go into those places. If you go in there and go, I need to find Marnius Calgar with the honor garden ball. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, it, you might find one, yeah. but you might not. Right. Well, we, we do a, uh, Arizona game fair does a, a tabletop traders, uh, about once a month or so, like so, but it's more Dude, board game focused. Yeah, than, but you guys had a fucking copy of uh, goddamn. What was it? Holy shit. I saw a picture of it on your Facebook feed. Um, uh, Cave Evil. You guys had a copy of Cave Evil there. That shit's out of print. Yeah, you can't buy that. You can't. You can't get that. That thing. That thing goes for like four hundred bucks in some places. And you guys had a copy there that was for like fifty dollars or something. And I was like punching myself in the face. I didn't go. <laughs> I was like, "Are you fucking serious?" Yeah, that, you will find some amazing deals sometimes with the the stuff that's off of ta- if you. Board games, you're going to get maybe eBay slightly better if they even want to do any kind of bargaining. Or this is the weird thing I have. I've tried to sell some stuff there, I will and nobody say actually shipping. wants to like. Nobody actually wants to have a, you know, try to bargain each other. Oh, they don't want to like, haggle. No haggling. I was mm. like, I want. Wait, I'm, wait. As a seller, people don't want to haggle, or no, as buyers, they don't want to haggle. Sometimes neither. That's weird. That's totally weird. There are a you lot gotta, of people you, at Mercenary Market who had no haggling that's on dumb. their table. They had that's signs up dumb. for it, and it was like, "All right, no, you got to go into those environments and wheel and deal." That's like that's what the environment is, you know? Yeah, yeah, you know, for a bunch of for 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 as like, you know what, man? I'm just getting ready to get all fucking political about it. Understand the economics of the situation that you're in people come on no, now. i deserve half retail <clears throat> yeah whatever i deserve half whatever. retail whatever i present i am my owed butt i am and owed you may kiss it half retail <laughs> you know the what? world owes me half retail you can hold on to your tau army then sorry oh no that's that's full do, retail do you I, want, I assembled them already i did all the work my money or do you want this tau army you need to make a fucking decision i assembled them already i deserve now. to be compensated for my labor mm, great 
<laughs> good, good to hear. Anyway, um, so I didn't buy anything. This, I, I, I literally haven't bought anything. I, uh, I don't know. I kind of was looking at um, the Anarchs guide and the Camarilla guide now that they're out, and I was kind of like feeling that a little bit. And then there's like a new source book out for uh, Necromunda. Haven't had a chance to pick it up because it's not at Game Depot. Um, so yeah, I mean, just the stuff that I'm kind of interested in. I mean, I, I'm not interested. Is in, it in, worth in, getting the Necromunda book, or do you just wait for them to put out three more and collect them? This should be a fat book. It's, I think it's, it's a, the Cal Jericho one, right? It's the yeah, but I mean, it has a whole bunch of stuff in it. It's oh, not. Okay. It's not. It's not just Cal Jericho still rules. Because there's going to be another one that comes out for the Arbitas when they drop, and that's going to be in August. Yeah, like a couple months. And there'll be another book then, and I'm assuming there'll be another book for the guilds. Oh, so you think that they'll drop something in December that will have everything? I'm guessing like that they they're going to do what they did with Gang War, which is they're going to put all these build books out, sucker you into buying them all individually, and then release them as a collected edition with compiled the updated rules and errata, because that seems to be their, their plan. Yeah, that could be. That's actually a good insight. I mean, I can't, I can't argue that. What I will say is, it's not soft cover though, so it, right, it is a hardcover book. So I don't know if they'll do that for the hardcover books. Or right, not. I think it has a pretty beefy page count. I don't think it's like a little. It didn't look those, that thick when I saw it, but oh, you saw one? Yeah, I saw a copy over at Games U when I was there for Mercenary Market because they oh. had it out that day. Didn't look super thick, and that's why I was kind of going, "What are the odds they're just going to collect this with the mm, other the other yeah, stuff?" That, well, I mean, ugh, because they because they do that with those Blood Bowl books where they collect them, but that's usually soft covers mm, they're compiling, yeah, right? So, and that was the same for the Gang War because all the Gang War books are soft covers, exactly. and then they compiled them into hardcover. Yeah, I also feel like we're kind of in the lull before Origins and then Gen Con, so like a lot of people are saving up their new stuff to be released for Origins you and know, Gen Con. Here's the thing: is uh, the big guys, anyways. Like GW usually pushes something big in June. Like mm-hmm. GW usually expects like you know fire with all cannons the summer in thing. June. Yeah, yeah, exactly, because they know that their games take a long time to play and to get ready, and they kind of like to market them at kids who are just hitting summer vacation, and then and then you know mom and dad go out and buy a big box set, divide it between two kids and uh it's like a hundred dollar buy-in for a summer worth of fun right yeah. dave says but, they're not doing that this year though, well there, he, there's some kind of nonsense going on with like uh trade war trade war mm-hmm. and there's like a bunch of stuff that's trapped in china and stuff so it looks like uh it's gonna be a hot minute before we see a uh, war cry and the sylvaneth army and apparently white dwarf issues come out uh, okay. Whenever they come out now. Yeah. yeah. All right. Whatever. That's uh, life. I'm yeah. fine. I'm fine. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's been really interesting, kind of with all the different life changes that have been going on around here, like not essentially compulsively buying books all the time and kind of realizing, hey, I actually have like literally hundreds of books that I do nothing with. I really like one more isn't going to like make anything any better. Um, so yeah, you know, I mean, I, I kind of am trying to get into a mood where I really want to like game like regularly. I really want to have a, um, like a home group again, and I really want to play some fucking horror games. So, but that's something that's that's in the future. As you guys are sitting here looking at the apartment, you can kind of see the the way things are changing, the way things are kind of shaping up, and you know, um, you know, maybe maybe later this summer we'll see. Cool. All right. Well, you know what? I think, guys, you know, we we're supposed to do a, a uh, what's it called? A review of uh, the Demon King book that I've been, that I've been reading. But I didn't finish it. 
because I've had too much going on. So the review um, is it's not finished. Yeah, the review is that I like what I've read thus far, mm. and uh, tune in later for a full review. So uh, instead, we're gonna read some little reviews of our own podcast. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, we do promise to read them, and we've got some new ones. Yeah, you know, I I hadn't been on in a while to look, and I and I and okay, look, look, this is gonna sound super weird. Like I'm the like I'm the world's biggest narcissist, but I kind of wanted to listen to one of our episodes. I just wanted to see how it sounded. I wanted to see how it felt, you know, because I do I listen to podcasts very passively. I, I have a, I have a monotonous job and. I kind of wanted to see what the sort of emotional take was on just re- listening to a episode cold. So when I fired up the old iTunes podcast app, I noticed that we had three new uh, unaccounted for um, reviews. So I thought we should read them. We might actually have four because one of the two of them are actually from March 28th. Um, so I don't think we ever read this one from Viking Blast, our homie Viking Blast from uh, Insta. Talk to Viking Blast all the time. Love this guy. Love this homie. He uh, he gives us five stars. Thank you, Viking Blast. Appreciate that. His It's entitled Off the Beaten Path. He says, what I love most about this show is that it's introduced me to games I wouldn't normally have picked up on. Lamentations, Sharp Swords and Sinister Spells, DCC, Mutant Year Zero. It's not just another D&D or Pathfinder podcast. It's a true RPG podcast with metal overtones. And who doesn't want a bit of spice in every dish? And then he says, P.S., I love that you guys are taking a stand politically. Thank you. Now, this is dated March 28th, <laughs> which will lead directly into the next review. Are we going to read the one-star we're review? Gonna, we're going to read the one-star review. Yes. Because, hey, I, I said I will read all the fucking reviews, and right. I stand by it. So. so then also on March 28th. This is a very lengthy review. And I, it's super it's long, Very guys. detailed <laughs> critique. It Bu- was very helpful. Buckle in. Buckle in for this one. <laughs> I suspect that this is in response to our uh, the problem with being problematic episode where we where we discussed some of our frustrations with the gaming industry and uh, so the homie DM slide who hmm. I do not know who that is and yeah. I have never interacted with before uh, decided that that he would give us this critique he says one star meh. This podcast was great for a while, but has really fallen apart the last few months. There are much better options out there. To which I say, DM Slide, I agree. <laughs> what can I say? There's much better podcasts out there. You know, uh, if you love Full Metal RPG, we love you. We're hoping, we, we hope that you found a, a home here, and we hope that there's something that we say and that we do that feeds you and gives you the content that you crave. But if you want, like, high production ttrpg actual plays or like people making like witty banter about or like voices voices or like my bard's so seductive <clears throat> we don't do that shit so sorry i mean sorry. adam does a lot of voices though adam does do his not fair share on of the cast but sometimes sometimes on the cast mostly just when i'm running happy time dungeon hour stuff yeah. and this is and this <laughs> is why i feel like this was um this was in response to the to the to the one to the one episode because then on the March 29th we got another and you got another review. And this is from uh, Modern Kutuzov, five stars. He says genuine. I really enjoy these guys. They bring unique voices and perspectives and make for a great listen. Thank you, Modern Kutuzov. And then finally, uh, on May 5th, uh, the homie I am Ira Grace, who we also interact with on on, on uh, Insta, 
What up, Ira Grace? We appreciate you, man. The Patreon. Ira, Ira Grace is on the Patreon. Thank you, sir. Um, he, he writes, great podcast. Not afraid to talk about problems in the community either, which is refreshing. Also, great, honest game reviews. Well, we appreciate you saying so, man. That is why we are here. I know that we have sponsors now, but our sponsors are not game companies. We will always tell you well, how we really feel about games. Well, that, that is our commitment. That is our commitment. We eat out of no one's hand. And they don't necessarily endorse our views, just to be clear. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah just to be clear, yeah, we speak yeah. for ourselves, not for our sponsors. We should probably yeah, read yeah, that. So the if you want yeah. to <laughs> take it out on us, feel free, but yeah. don't take it out on the sponsors. All right, right. They have nothing to do with our, our zeitgeist. Right, right. And if you feel like the podcast is a big meh, then I understand. I understand. So, or so, let us know so why. And so we've got actionable items. You know, I, th- I think the actionable item that DM Slide wants us to do is to is to be meaner to women. Honestly, I think I really think that that's the actionable item that DM Slide is looking for. If it is, let us know because well, that's good for us to know, so we can go. Hey, fuck you're, you, buddy. You can go over there. <laughs> I'm gonna direct you yeah. over. Yeah. To. Th- yeah. This corner of the I web, think, I think, and you can hang out with those guys. I think DM Slide would be happier if there was like more sexual harassment on this podcast. I can't. I can't. Sorry, I DM can't, Slide can't do it, bro. I can't guess as to what his motivations are. So maybe, maybe well, you could get. You could. I mean, maybe his. Maybe he's his intentions are pure. I don't know. No. <laughs> I mean, I doubt they are, but maybe they are. Maybe Look they at are. this guy. Look at this benefit of the doubt guy over here. I don't give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I know. I don't, I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, no. I clearly want to put there are better options out there on a t-shirt. But like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It really it's, should it's, become the tagline for should. the show. They're, Full Metal RPG. There are better, there are better options. options. No more Born to Kill. There are better <laughs> options out there. <laughs> Story of my life. Story of my life. Um, all right. Great. Well, uh, Adam, do you want to tell the listeners about our sponsors? Our sure. great lineup of sponsors. If you check out our Insta right now, you can see us rocking the shirt for one of our sponsors. We showed up simultaneously wearing the same shirt. It was Exalted Funeral Friday. Uh, so we wore Exalted Funeral shirts to Game Club like a bunch of nerds, nerds. showing up in the same outfit. Oh, boy. And you embarrassing. Guys you guys Hashtag always kind of show up in the same, same Embarrassing. Shirt Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so we, we thank Exalted Funeral for all that they do and the great products they have on their web store. Go check them out if you're looking for indie RPG stuff. They've got the hookup they will set you straight. And their shirts are super choice, very soft, and cool as fuck. So uh, we love them and give them some love. Also, the Game Depot in Tempe, Arizona, where we were last night playing Shadow of the Demon Lord. Game Depot, we have a Friday night role-playing club out there. They hooked me up with some Dungeon Crawl Classics dice that I forgot to mention that I bought there. So I've got those for when I run Mutant Crawl Classics on Free RPG Day, which we will also be down there on Saturday the 15th of June for Free RPG Day running games. All the people at this table have a game. I'll be running Mutant Pearl Classics. Brendan will be running Trail of Cthulhu, and Richard will be running West End Games Star Wars 30th Anniversary Edition. So come out there if you want to interact with your favorite or second or like top 20 podcast people. I don't know. And we will uh, be there to run games for you 
and show you some love for showing us some love. Game Depot to Pierre Arizona. You should get down there and you should definitely like sign up for games because the game game sign up opened last night, Correct. Friday, the uh, the what the seventh, mm-hmm. and uh, the free RPG day is on the fifteenth. If you have a particular game you want to get into, then you should sign up. You should pre-register to make sure you get your seat. Yeah. Get your seat in there and. Uh, don't expect there to be Dungeon Crawl Classic Dice because we bought them out of them last night. We bought out the entire store of their restock of Dungeon Crawl Classic Dice. Sorry, anybody who wanted some. Not sorry. And that about does it. Yeah, yeah. For this episode of Full Metal RPG. Yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate you. Always check us out on the old Insta. That's Full Metal RPG on Insta. Uh, Full Metal RPG official at gmail.com. Full Metal RPG on Facebook, FullMetalRPG.com on the interwebs, and then our Patreon is, we're also on Patreon. And we have lots of uh, giveaways coming up, so pledge at those giveaway levels, because we have uh, another cult book, we have uh, Ghost of Saltmarsh, we got five Disciples of Bone and Shadow. We got stuff coming up, and then there'll be more after that. So please do sign up with the Patreon. All right, everybody. Thank you very much for coming by. Have a great night. We'll see you soon. Yeah.